As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, we're we're recording the post uh, Thanksgiving midweek how um, the Browns are playing in overtime right now as we're speaking. I'm still licking my wounds from the Ohio State Buckeyes getting their butts kicked yesterday. Oh, you, you thought Ohio was going to do better than that? I hoped. I, th- I thought they would. You know, it's it's weren't it's, they rated higher? Well, yeah, it was two versus three. Ohio State was two. Michigan was three. Ohio State was the favorite on paper. Ohio State just uh, um, did not play very good defense. They gave up a couple long passes in the first half, and then, of course, they make adjustments to stop the long pass, and then they, you know, start giving up long runs in the second second half. And I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, it's college kids. It's a big rivalry game. You know, once anything- you get behind, it's hard to catch up. Well, yeah, and you don't. It's a two. It's it's two undefeated teams. You know, you expect it to be a hard fought game, and it was until the very very end. I think Michigan broke off a couple long runs. I stopped. I had to listen to it on the mail. That's that's the for years. I have worked. Took it off. No, I've never. I've never taken. Oh, it I off. thought you've watched it in person a few times. I have. I have. Yeah, but it's always when I have that. Like next year, I can see the schedule. Next year, I'm off that weekend. Yeah, that's after what I mean. Of Thanksgiving, so I could actually go to the game next year. And uh, yeah, because that one year we went, we used uh, tickets that uh, my brother-in-law got from Art Schleister as part of that last scam. He <laughs> he ran. <laughs> they got him sent to prison. Um, Who? Art Schleister, the you know the remember the Ohio State quarterback that got made to the NFL and. Then got banned for life because he was such a horrible gambler. No, you don't remember Arch Schleister in the early eighties? Yeah, he he. um, I thought that was accepted back then. I seen Pony Excess. Excess. Well, it was. No, didn't you see Pony Excess on that thirty for thirty? 
Yeah, I did. And, uh, <laughs> Trans well, yeah. Ams and getting money and four pets. And... Well, you know who got him ho- hooked on gambling was Earl Bruce. Took him to Scioto Downs, the racetrack south of Columbus, and got him hooked on betting on horses. And it just oh, it just spiraled out of control. So he. So how were you get, able to get tickets? He had extra tickets or what? Well, you know, when he, he owed y'all some money. Well, well, what's what happened was is he got out of prison. Um, I mean, he spent a while in prison for gambling and drugs and stuff. So the last, so the now this has been seven, eight years ago, probably at least, maybe nine. But he got out, and what he was doing was he was uh, people who had season tickets, and then one of them was Dave Thomas's widow. Dave, Dave Thomas, Tom- the the Burger King guy, the. Wendy's the guy. Wendy's, Wendy's guy. guy. Yeah. The Wendy's guy. <laughs> and so what he was doing was he was he was acting as a broker for all these people who had season tickets. And he was selling them all. Well, my brother's company, the seed company, and I won't throw them under the bus, but they didn't know any better. But they bought tickets to all of uh, to you know to every Ohio State game, gave them away to farmers and yeah, and, uh-huh. and stuff. You know, it's kind of a benefit. So the Ohio State Michigan game, we all we used them. <laughs> we all used them, you know. Um, and uh, come to, then he ends up getting arrested at the end of the season because he sold all these tickets. It never. Well, how did he the, get them to sell them? I guess is my question. Because he he acted as the broker for all these people, and they expected him to take them and sell them, and then give him give them the money. Oh, he kept the money, stuff. and he never gave them any of the money. Oh, so it was like the uh, the crypto guy last week. Yeah, like the crypto. And in fact, he had a parking. <laughs> in fact, he's still walking around, right? Yeah. Well, the best part was he had a parking pass that was right up at the stadium. And he claimed that it was his from when he played that Earl Bruce and the university gave it to him for whatever, for his contributions to the, to the football team back in the early 80s. And was he, he still had a player? And he's still, well, yeah, he's a really good player. And he still had it. Now, that was not true. It was somebody that had that had these tickets parking pass. But he, you know, that was part of his, you know, his scam. Is he made, you know, telling everybody, oh, that's my parking pass, my own personal one that I've had for, you know, 40 years, 30 or 40 years. So anyway, yes. So Arch Schleister um, is um, back in jail. Again, I think. I think he just got busted for something else. So I don't even know how he got an Arch, arch Leister. But yeah, there you go. He was uh, he was he was one of those NFL guys that they just. I mean, he had he was such a gambler that it just was he couldn't help himself. I mean, uh, I've read I've read his one book and it was unbelievable. Even in prison, he was still gambling. Like and people were still taking his bets. That's what blew my mind is he didn't well, have he had any no way. money, no money. No. I mean, he could only, you know, you know how those college guys are. You're in a region of the country where football is king, whether it's Alabama, Texas, USC, you know, you can, you can get by on your fame for a long time. Okay. But it, you can't go forever and keep screwing up. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, so yeah, so he's he's pretty much he's pretty much screwed up every opportunity he's ever had, and keeps doing it. 
Yeah, and the worst part was is I almost felt bad for the lady of Wendy. I mean, she was an old lady, got you know taken advantage of, and then I then you got to remember now, did she have tickets or something, or what was what was her deal? Yeah, yeah, because they're from Columbus. The Tom, Dave Thomas and them from Columbus. Wendy's guys, I didn't know that. Yeah, they're from Columbus, and uh, and so and so uh, you know you felt bad that she got bilked out of all that, and then I remembered, oh, wait a second, she's she's got all that Wendy's money. How bad should I feel? <laughs> you know. You're telling me she got bilked out of a couple hundred grand when she's got a couple hundred million. Oh, she didn't even get bilked out of a couple hundred grand. I don't think. I don't. I don't think the tickets that because I think it was one season. I may be wrong, but you know, you're talking maybe ten, twenty thousand dollars. I mean, I could be totally wrong on that. But she was the only. She was one of many people. You know, I think it was he had dozens of tickets. You know. So he was probably in Ohio State always plays um, seven, eight home games, you know, so he was probably pocketing um, thousands, thousands and thousands of dollars every home game, you know, which in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot. But when you're, you know, a guy like that with no source of income and you're probably betting all the money anyway, um, that's a pretty good payday. Hey, you know. Have you ever seen? Go ahead, finishing off. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just saying um, because it's it's probably one of those where he thought I will make all this money back on a bet and still be able to pay all those people back, and it just never happened. You know, it's never happened. Because as a gambler, that's the way they think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you ever seen the movie uh, with Bronson and um, Chris Lee Marvin. Marvin? It was called no. Um, Bronson and Lee <laughs> Marvin called. Uh, oh shoot! Wasn't that the Dirty Dozen or something? No, like there's a different one. Oh, I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. Um, so they had another one together. I watched it. I was I was it's youth year season. I had my son up to my uncle's, and um, he's getting big enough he can go out in a deer stand himself, right? So he's out there in a deer stand, and I sit in there with my uncle, and you know it's either the Western Channel, but whatever he was watching, it had nothing but Bronson movies on for twenty four hours. Right? Okay. So, so he was like, and he's 70, going to be 71, right? So he's like, well, have you ever seen such and such? I'm like, no. Well, what kind of Bronson fan are you? You know, and, and, and it's like it every was... movie I hadn't heard of. Right? You're not into the deep cuts. Well, it's like, dude, come on, man. I, you know, because how many Bronson movies Bronson make? I'm looking oh, at it right now and it's in the hundreds. I mean, in 58, in 1958, he made one, two. Three, four, and fifty-eight. You know, fifty-nine, sixty-six. You know, some of these he made. Okay, six, sixty-five. One, two, three, four, five, six, and you know, it was. I tell you what year it was. It was nineteen seventy-four. He did two releases. It was called Breakout. Okay. I watched. I'm sorry, Breakout, and then it was Hard Times. Hard Times is what it was. And 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 what it is is it's a boxing. Uh, you know, he's a. He's uh, just a drifter, and he gets in with with James Coburn. That's not. I didn't say Lee. I said Lee Marvin. I meant James Coburn. Oh, geez. James Coburn. Okay. And Coburn's a group gambler, so they they win some matches. But what happens is Coburn wastes all his money. So 
you know, he's they're about to kill him or break his legs or whatever. And Bronson decides one more match to help him square the books. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. And that's, that's the gambler in him. That yeah, and that's what I wanted to say is because there's a situation where they both won a big fight and they both, you know, it was, I think it took place in 20 six or something so it'd been you know bronson's first bet was all the money he had and it was six dollars right so <laughs> they so they, they go through this whole deal and there was a point where he had five they both had five thousand bucks and and bronson, wow, starting with six bucks to get to five thousand that's pretty good and bronson is done right he's gonna hop back on the freight train and go to see america you know what i mean he's done yeah and he plays this stoic Quiet figure, and, and of course, um, Cobra blows his money, and his old lady leaves him because you're, you know, you blew freaking five thousand bucks in the night you know, shooting craps in nineteen twenty six or nineteen thirty one money. Twenty six would have been the depression, right? Good grief! Five thousand dollars had to be like. I, do, 50, I wouldn't even 70, know what. Yeah. Well, I, well, I'll look it up. You think nineteen twenty six? It so. would have been the equivalent of. Hold on. I think it was 1926, and and I bet you with my, the $5,000 would have been the equivalent of, it's probably going to tell you something like 48000 but I it's probably more like 80000 So tell me what it says. Okay. Uh, let's see. It would be eighty. Four thousand dollars. There you go. That's a pretty good chunk of change. That's a pretty good guess on my part. Uh huh. Holy smokes! I mean, that would have bought you a lot of stuff back in nineteen. You know, I I went to a thing where and I'm trying to remember which because I've been to a lot of John Wayne stuff, and it wasn't the John Wayne mu- mu- Museum in in. Fort Worth. It was another John Wayne Museum. He had a big ranch in Arizona, and I was trying to find it. Anyway, it, it was like he bought six thousand acres, and I think it was it was like fifty or eighty dollars an acre in the sixties. Wow. Okay. I mean, I want you to think about that. You know what I mean? So it was like it was like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it is hard. It's hard to. To wrap your head around that for sure. You know what I'm saying? Because you think, oh, that's nothing. But then you didn't make very much back then. Nobody made much back then. I mean, they still don't today, right? Unless your last name's Rockefeller. Or yeah. uh, or a Getty or one of yeah. those guys. Hey, but, what were you gonna tell me? You were gonna tell me something before we get okay. off the rich speaking of rich people, tell oh, me boy. about my fan mail. Okay, okay. All right, because you were in a bad mood and we got on here. I still am in a bad mood. I've just harnessed it. You've harnessed it. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Um so so we did our, you know, Thanksgiving special one out and on, on YouTube. And we get some very interesting well, when our super fan isn't on there, you know, trying to bad bad mouth all of us. Um yeah. we do get some really good and I thought you'd enjoy this. So this guy named Elvis Burton, um, he he put, I could listen to you two talk for hours. Your conversations crack me up. I don't care if you talk about the subject at hand. I just love hearing you two talk. Yes, I am stoned. Yes, I am happy. There you go. <laughs> so Elvis, 
so real Elvis, alive Elvis, um, loves listening to us, and and I, you know, he partakes in uh, some extracurricular uh, activity there while he's doing it. So oh. I guess I guess we're popular with. Uh, is it cool stoners? stoners? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Stoners. I mean, back when we were kids, that was a yeah. That was a that was a negative connotation, was it not? It was, but I mean, I don't I don't think it is now, is it? I don't know. I, you know, I don't. I mean, how would you know anything I nowadays? Know. I, these kids, I pre- I, you know. Well, and I don't know. I'm just we're assuming Elvis is is younger, but he might be older. I don't know. You know, my son think- was. Go ahead. I just appreciate. I just appreciate that he likes to listen to us and he enjoys us. Yeah, you know? I mean, speaking about knowing nothing, you know, my son was just. We were just joking while I go that, that poor Melissa Milano is that her name, Marissa Milano? What's her? What's the gal's name? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, um, the 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 guy from who? The girl from Who's the Boss? Is that what she? I don't know. I don't know. Who, I don't know my movie stars, but she she ditched her Tesla. She got rid of her Tesla. Because she didn't want to support white su- supremacist racists and bought a Volkswagen, so oh, we were geez. just laughing at that. <laughs> they certainly don't teach Hollywood or uh, history where she's out in Hollywood or something. You know what I mean? So back to yeah, I don't even know, even I don't even know anything more, but I probably know that much, right? Oh my gosh! Okay, uh-huh. that that would be yes that. If you don't understand the, the, where Volkswagen became. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just leave it at that, right? We just leave it at that. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I guess. I, I guess so. I just don't. I feel I don't. bad for I'm sure somebody probably have straightened her out by now. Maybe. And how do you, how do you, well, may, I don't know. Maybe they don't know back there. I don't know. I just, I think that's a lot of people's problem. They don't understand. You know, I told you, well, they don't want to tell famous people stuff, right? I mean, I've been in those situations where nobody wanted to tell the boss bad news because they thought that he was going to equate the bad news to you, right? I can understand that. We don't get that. We don't get that way at the post office, but you know, we're not afraid. Y'all go tell everybody, you go tell the boss how screwed up something is. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty. Because I know I've told you about Stevie watching Stevie Wonder walk into a TV screen couple of times right maybe i don't you watch tv wonder i'm on hey i'm on a flight from chicago to los angeles okay okay wide body (laughs) not might have been a wide body a big like uh 757 extended range or whatever it was a single aisle but remember the old kind where the uh tv like drops down from the ceiling yeah, I know what you're talking about. And they got a big TV that drops down. When you're in first class, they got two of them. One to bulkhead and one of them about row six or whatever. And and it's a it's a it's a freaking TV that drops down, right? So so we load up and of course when when you know a lot of times when you're flying or whatever in, in my previous lifetime, when somebody famous is in the first class. The flight attendants act different. Well, so a lot of people are fam- apparently famous, and you don't know who they are. But they get a manifest, and they get told, you know, like I sat next to that Russian tennis person, right? And I, ne- was, I never, wait I a never second, I don't Russian tennis girl. No, no. Okay, let me okay. finish Stevie Wonder, right? So, <laughs> okay. so can Stevie. And of course, I know who Stevie Wonder is, right? So, I if you're if you're the right ilk, I know who you are. If you're Mick Jagger or Stevie Wonder on the plane, I know who you are. 
Yeah. So we take off, you know, 20 minutes after takeoff, wherever the bell dings, it's safe to get up or whatever. And Stevie's, I think, in the third. I think I was in the fourth row. He was in the third row. So he gets up. And I don't even know if he had a guy, right? But when he, when he, 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 he did not have a stick. You know how they have a have a blind person stick or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, a cane. The first cane. several first class passengers was looking like me when Stevie gets up to Stevie Wonder, and it's like, is somebody going to tell him there's they, the TV screen has dropped down? Nope. Bang! Walks right into it. Flight attendant jumps up from the jump seat or she's actually making coffee or whatever. Oh my God, Mr. Wonder, you should have told me about and he and he's he quips something. You know, I don't remember what he said. But she helps him in the lab and he goes to the bathroom. He comes back and sits back down. So Chicago to LA is like a four hour flight, right? Mm-hmm. A, a, a period of time later, hour later, two hours later, same deal. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Gets up again, and it's like the same people. We're all looking around. Is somebody going to help him or say something to him? And I think I was by the window is the reason why I didn't get up and help him. Bang. Walks into the freaking TV again. And he says, oh, I forgot it was there. So I don't know. He says something. Same deal. Of course, this time, you know, he gets around and goes to the bathroom. So about an hour, a little bit before we land, 
third time, dude, he gets up and I shit you not. Everybody is looking at each other like, <laughs> we're going to help him. He's going to rem- I think part of the people were like, surely he's going to remember. He walked in this TV screen twice. He, he knows it's there, right? <laughs> Bang, walks in the third time. He turns around, looks at all of us and says, I didn't see it in something, you know. And you just feel bad, right? You just feel bad. But it's like, what you say? He did. He turn it into a joke. I didn't. See yeah, it. he was trying to make, make light of it, you know. <laughs> you know, but dude, well, so, so no way. It's like, how does he not have people helping him? I mean, I got. You know, I don't. I don't think he had he anybody. Hey, I don't think he had anybody because a lot of times they'll have. You know, I sat behind Andrew Dice Clay one time. And he had a dude, and that's what you said, who had a people. I don't know if Stevie didn't have anybody or the person he had didn't help him. Surely he had, because most of them have somebody. So I was on a plane with Andrew Dice Clay was in front of me, and it was absolute terrible weather. I mean, terrible weather. And it's dark, and it's bang, 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 bang. You know, I mean, I don't know how many flights you've been on. It's just rough. But I mean, terrible. And, and, you know, he plays tough guy on the screen, right? On the stage, he's a tough guy. Big news. Yeah, he's yeah, not very yeah. big. He's like five, six, five, eight. He's a little bitty, you know? Okay. okay. So, anyway, he's about in freaking tears. He's by the window. His handler's by the aisle. And his handler's like petting his hand, telling him it's going to be okay. And he keeps looking at it and goes, no, look at all this lightning we're flying through. And about the third time he said that, I looked down and I realized, and it's the, it's the, Marker lights on the wingtip, <laughs> and it's like every time you look out there, you thought we was flying through like a lightning storm. Look at all the lightning! Look at all this lightning! And it was just spraying and shit. It's like, dude, those are lights on the wings, man. Are you sure it was? Hit, you, sure, huh? you sure it was Andrew Dice Clay, and not in like Henry Winkler? No, it was Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> so, hey, I had an international flight to Paris, and I sat next to, and I, I looked her up the other day. Anna Kornikova? Uh Hold on, I'm going to tell you what. Because all these Russian tennis players look the same to me, you know. Um, I don't know if you say so. Do what? If you say so. Yvonne Lendl? <laughs> hold on, I'm going to look her up. And I, I, don't, I won't be able to pronounce it anyway. Maria Sharapova. Okay. Oh, yeah, Maria Sharapova, yeah. Okay, and she was in the middle. I was on the, I was on the, I was on the wide body. So there's two two aisles. We're on the left aisle. As you're driving the plane, left aisle. I'm on the aisle on the left side. She is just across the aisle from me, one row up. So instead of being beside me, she's she's. But they're not really side by side, true side by side like they are in in a normal aircraft. You know, when you get some of those uh, international airplanes, they're almost staggered, right? So, so she's a little in front of me, but she's right beside me across the aisle. Her handler is on the opposite side, and they sit down. And the flight attendant tells us on that that so and so's on the plane. And I didn't know who she was. I was flying with a dude that follows me on Twitter. I don't want to say his name. He knew who she was because he knew all the famous people. You mean they announced that she was on the plane? Not on the plane. Well, in my old world, dude, we got we 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 had privy to information. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah, kind of yeah, it was yeah. it was in my old world where we had 
because you, you know, because you have to know that stuff because sometimes yeah so so yeah she it, might be a target of something I doubt that but but well you never we know. knew that she was on the plane and they had to, my guys had to tell me who she was because I didn't know who she was right so she gets on the plane she got a handler and the handler's got a stack of magazines about 10, 15, 10 12 magazines tall right mm-hmm. And we take off, and this gal has got like bubblicious or some kind of big square grape bubblegum, right? And I swear every eight or 10 or 11 minutes, and she's chomping and she's going through every page. I shouldn't even mention her name. We might have to scratch this whole thing. It's too late. I don't want her getting mad from the shadows, right? She might cancel us. Listen, if Maria Sharapova has has a problem with this episode, she's we'll more than apologize. Yeah, she's more than welcome to get a hold of me if she okay. wants to. Okay. So she is going through every page of these magazines and she's finding a picture of herself. They're like Sports Illustrated, they're like tennis, they're like you know all the all whatever magazines she is in and a lot of them are are not necessarily articles but but advertisements, right? Because mm-hmm. she was the face of certain things, right? Whatever she was, so she was she was chomping this gum and flipping this page, just and she would get to a picture of herself and she'd pull the page out. She'd pull the page out. She was collecting pages of herself, and like every ten or eleven minutes, like the bubble gum would lose its sugar. You know how when the little kid gets bubble gum and it loses its sugar, yeah. she'd get another piece. So her her assistant this this. Eastern Bloc girl, you know, whatever she was, right? Her assistant um, had a stack of magazines and a stack of Bubblicious. And it was, give me another magazine or give me another piece of bubblegum. And and, <laughs> and she was going through these. She, she, so when it, when it was all said and done, she had about 15 or 20 pages of herself. And she put them in a file. Uh-huh. Are you serious? Like, I, like I, I, I can't, you know, I don't have enough Sigmund Freud. You know, he was pre, Sigmund Freud was pre Russian tennis pros and Sports Illustrated and Bubblicious. So I don't know if we have to have to come up with a whole new, uh, 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 you know what I mean? A whole new who psychological profile or ego set or whatever. But, well, I'm just telling you the story, dude. I don't make, I mean, I don't, I can't. Well, what's strange to me is why would you save those pictures out of magazines? Wouldn't you have access to, or the ability to like actually get like an original copy of the picture or of the ad or something that would be kind of a cooler collectible, more cool collectible? I, you know, I don't know, man. I, you know, I just look in the mirror anytime you want to see her, see yourself to see the tennis pro. I don't know, dude. I'm just telling you. I've seen some crazy stuff, right? Wouldn't it, have, wouldn't it have been great if she'd have been like every time she changed Bubblicious, she'd like stuffed it in the in one of the pictures of herself and just threw it, you know, like she was. Like, no, what really... she did do is she oh like <laughs> self self uh... mutilation. To... Oh yeah, and I could help her out. She could have called. Yeah, I could have helped her out with that. If she needed to feel bad about herself. I could have helped. Um, that with her. Uh, 
Oh, that's terrible. You know, she would throw the, the magazine she pulled the pictures out of, she'd throw on the floor, which I thought was low rent, but whatever. <laughs> oh, she. Yeah, she'd throw them on the floor. So every four, you know, every. That was the part that was low rent. Some flight was... attendant had to come over and, and pick up all the shit she was throwing down on the floor, but, you know, who am I? That was the part that was low rent. Yeah, well, I thought it was lower and more in the bubble. Licious and the, you know, and the, and the, uh, you know, they don't. What was I watching? I was watching something the other day. Did you watch a documentary on Netflix about the um, the Australians who beat the USA Cup for the oh, first was... time in like a hundred years? Did you watch that? Oh, that was great. And, yeah. and did you see the the captain of that boat started out by saying? You know, when in the first five minutes of that documentary, he said, when you win a world championship like that or World Cup in anything, you're different than everybody else. Yeah. Meaning, you know what I mean? If you've got the ability to, to, like those guys, right, go through all the stuff that they went through and they're so competitive and so they're almost nuts. So somebody like her, you can't gauge her on the girl <clears> that works up here at the shell station and and sells you cigarettes and lottery tickets because they're not they yeah. have the same biological parts maybe but they ain't got the same mindset right no there's no yeah there's nothing that's what i mean so yeah, so when, yeah. when 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 you know some if that's if that's the worst thing maria, maria sharapova does is chew bubblicious and and pull out magazine article pictures of herself, then okay, right? I'm Let sure that's slide. probably is the worst thing she does. I mean, I don't even know how, how, you know, right? It sounds like you got a stack of magazines that you've been pulling. Yeah, well, I mean, if I had myself in a magazine, maybe I'd pull it out, <laughs> right? Maybe I don't know. Well, well, but, you know, we'll get circle back to Elvis here, you know, uh-huh. but we. We, I think I don't think people understand how. Like I've had some podcasters tell me, "Man, don't pay attention to your to what people say about you." But I mean, I think it's kind of. I think we kind of enjoy knowing that people, at well, least, it's are, Elvis. Come yeah, on, so, man. Yeah, Come on. I mean, hey, yeah, yeah. I, I can't do good Elvis with Joe down. But I, but I mean, I appreciate I appreciate anybody that takes the time to say something nice. Because a lot of times it's just people take the time to say something bad, and uh, I don't really understand that. I don't. I still well, never. That's understand. why I'm. Gl- I'm glad you shield me from all that. See, so you're my person. Yeah, I'm your yeah. handler. Yeah, you're. you're uh huh. I have your stack of magazines and your box of Bubblicious here. Mm-hmm. Mine would probably be chocolate, and uh, and uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I had read something. I don't know how, how much I would travel. I always say I'd never make $2 million because once I made the first million, I'd quit. You know, <laughs> I had seen one. <laughs> I had th- seen a thing on, I think it was Larry the Cable Guy. I'm pretty sure it was Larry the Cable Guy, not to mention his name in our podcast, but where he was only doing small sets and they were like driving distance to. You know, like he would do them in yeah. Denver. He'd do them yeah. in Minneapolis. He would do them any place that he could, like, get in the new Lincoln Continental and drive to, right? <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like he was flying around the world doing whatever he was doing. 
and and that to me sounds um more appealing than so you're saying we we're saying we might not go on that European tour. We just want to go. Well, once I get there, I might stay <laughs> because they're I, you know I keep seeing where they they just uh, they're not very hard on the um, undocumented immigrants over there. So yeah, why can't we just stay? <clears throat> you know, I I, I, I keep thinking that uh, I keep thinking at some point we're gonna have to we have to definitely take a European trip. Because I, because I think the more, uh, the more we talk about it, the more I feel like I need to go with somebody who really knows their way around over there, knows the customs, knows. Well, where's over there? Where are we going? I guess. Oh, anyway, we should have yeah. went to Liechtenstein. Uh, you know, wait, I think we're, yeah, wait with Liechtenstein. Went to Liechtenstein, so it was awesome. So it was that's really what I mean. Beautiful. So yeah, but, yeah, but he went, but they went and did that country concert in the off season. Like he said, the town that he was in during ski season was just probably jam-packed and it was a huge tourist attraction and they were trying to draw people there during the off season so um which i can imagine probably is um, if that's your main thing and it's not ski season right i mean it would be well i mean when was that i forgot it was in the summer wasn't it yeah it was in july so there was no june or july so there's no skiing so but i mean i i really like um i like it's it's kind of cool the fact that I know we have people that listen to us over in Europe, and it would be kind of cool to go and uh, experience that, and maybe even meet some of those meet some of those people. Because I know we, I know we got go some this good afternoon. Fans. Huh? Really good I mean, yeah, listen, I mean, I know if we get over there, we're going to go see Stephen Wade. I mean, there's yeah. no there's no doubt about that. That's he, right. He seems like about one of the coolest fans, you know, that has reached out to us. So. Um, Maybe he's just trying to lure us in, though. Yeah, that's well. That's what I was thinking. You know, that's <laughs> the only problem. You know, I, I I'm not scared of, of meeting any fans in America because you're an American. At the end of the day, you can beat the shit out of them or shoot them. But you go over there, and they frown on that behavior. <laughs> frown. On yeah, I mean, you just can't square them away like you can over here. So I don't know. You know, I mean, look, they got. I don't even want to get on the anti-oil people. Have you seen all those people tearing this hell out of stuff? Didn't I talk about it? Last yeah, week? yeah, yeah. We 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 talked about it. Yeah. I was watching them again a while ago, and and this is what I understand. They're standing there with with tennis shoes that are made out of oil. You know what I mean? Everything they got on, it's made out of a derivative of 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 oil, right? Well, I wonder what's going to happen. I saw the uh, the protests in China that are going on right now. About the COVID uh, restrictions. Well, you know what? I was just talking to somebody about that earlier. I had listened to, of course, of course I listen to most a lot of the podcasts, a lot of the spaces that I listen to are uh, financial, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they were saying that a lot of that has got to do. They locking them down to keep them from r- making a run on the money at the banks is what they were doing. Oh, really? Because they have such a false economy, right? So they're they've they have inflated the value of their economy by building all these empty buildings. Yeah, there's like cities over there that are empty, right? Right. So apparently they have got all this in like, you know, like the FTX, just like the crypto exchange almost, uh, for whatever reason, a few months ago. You know, people are trying to make a run on the banks and and the place is going to collapse. Boy, what would that be like, China collapsing? Uh, 
it would it would screw up our toilet paper and a few other things, but it might not be that big a deal to us. I mean, technically, we could. When I say we, the American population can wither that fairly well because we have uh, food and space and natural resources. Now we have not to get on a political tangent here. We have politically hamstrung ourselves from utilizing what we have uh, as Americans. So. Uh, you know, they might have to start making TVs back in, you know, didn't they make Zenith and all that stuff in Illinois at one time? Well, we're uh, south uh, east of Columbus. They're putting in huge, those uh, chip factories. Yeah. So, know, so, so we, can start, we can start making that stuff again. Which... Yeah. So at some point, I'm not caring about the chips. I'm caring about the freaking toilet paper and stuff like that. Well, those chips, those little microchips run everything. Not, I've got everything I need as long as I've got toilet paper. I, my truck runs fine. My computer runs fine. Okay. Hey, hey listen. To- huh? Bottom line is we run out of toilet paper. Uh, we can start grabbing Maria Sharapova ads out of uh, Sports well, Illustrated. Just just her uh, leftover magazine. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time. Never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs>